I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 456 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have got a hilarious guest to bring you guys today. Comedian Danelle Rawlings joins me on the podcast. He is best known for his work on the Comedy Central sketch comedy TV series, Chappelle's Show. Recently, he was the voice of Dez in the Disney Pixar smash hit movie, Soul. Danelle has toured the world performing his comedy to sold-out audiences. And Danelle's interview on the Joe Rogan experience was a must-listen. His list of film appearances goes on and on, from Spider-Man 2 to Jay and Silent Bob's reboot. He's had TV appearances on It's Bruno, The Last OG, The Wire, and so many others. Of course, he is a first-class father as well. He is also a veteran of the United States Air Force. It's an honor to have him on the podcast today. Danelle Rawlings will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And if you guys enjoy my interviews with comedians, please go check out some of my interviews with other comedian dads, including Adam Carolla, Joel McHale, Roy Wood Jr., Kel Mitchell, Paul Shear, and many others. I've got a lot of action coming your way this week, guys. This is one of four episodes that I'm dropping on you tomorrow on the podcast. Hollywood screenwriter Tobias Iconis stops by. Wednesday, the co-host of Fox and Friends, Will Kane, will be joining me here. And Friday, I got a very special father-son episode to hit you guys with, with the son being a promising up-and-coming professional boxer. Get over there to my Instagram account, at Alec underscore Lace, to find out who that is, as well as all the other upcoming guest announcements. If you're enjoying the podcast, please hit me with that rating and review. And as always, guys, please help me spread the word about the podcast. Every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list, let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with comedian Danelle Rawlings. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, if we learned anything this last year, it's that building health and immunity is more important than ever, and that all begins with what you put on your plate. Bel Campo is on a mission to revolutionize the meat industry for the well-being of people, the planet, and animals by farming meat the right way with certified humane, regenerative, and climate-positive practices, which means it's better for you, the planet, and the animals. That's a trifecta that I'm proud to be a part of, and right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners can have Bel Campo sustainably raised meats delivered right to your door using my promo code FATHERHOOD at belcampo.com forward slash fatherhood and get 20% off your first order. Go visit belcampo.com forward slash fatherhood. Use the promo code FATHERHOOD at the checkout and save 20% off your first order at Belcampo. Joining me now, First Class Father, Danelle Rawlings. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Thanks for having me. Was First Class? First Class. First, first class, class Fatherhood. Yep, that's I right. Like name. I like the name. And I didn't well, have to get an upgrade. I didn't have to get an upgrade. I was already First Class. That's it. Right, right out of the gate. Let's start right here. How many kids do you have? What are the age? Um, I have one kid. He's five. I uh, had him at a, a later time in life, and he's my everything. Love everything about him, and he's he's made my vision of you know, what life is about crystal clear. Yeah, very cool. D- did you find out what you were having when you had him, or did you wait to the end to find out with a surprise? Nah, man, that's old school, man. I wanted to know. It was so funny because I don't. I it's, it's my first and my only kid, so uh, my lady she was like she knew what we were having, 
And she was like, so what do you want? So I had to do that because you don't want to feel bad about, you know, you start off with like, I just want a healthy kid. You know what I mean? Which everybody, you know, wants that. And then um, she said, no, what really? What do you want? I said, a girl. She was like, I said, girl, why? Boy, bingo. <laughs> and for me, I don't know if I'm going to have any other kids, but it was kind of nice for my um you know, my only child to be, a, you know, I would have been happy with a daughter, but you know, for a guy, it's kind of cool that you have somebody that can carry your name and, you know, and, and, and keep you, keep you alive, you know? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. We got four kids over here and all, we got three boys, then got the girl on the fourth try. So, and, and I'm the youngest of seven. My father was 50 when he had me. So I know a little bit about the, the scene there with that. So having the kids later in life, yeah. uh, if you could, Donnell, please just take a second to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. <laughs> Well, I'm a stand-up. Whoever's watching this don't know who I am. They shouldn't be watching this. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> now, stand-up comedian. Uh, I was, uh, uh, I'm was. i a, I'm a military vet, Air Force, four years. I was a police officer in the Air Force. I went to a comedy club. I was a heckler. I was a troublemaker. And I fell in love with the whole comedy scene. The club owner wanted me to be quiet. They challenged me. They dared me to go on stage. I went on stage. And um, uh, uh, 29, 30 years later, it pays the bills. All right. Well, then uh, you mentioned a little bit about it there before. So, so then uh, how old were you then when you became a father? And then how did becoming a father actually change your perspective on life? Well, I think I was like 46, 46. Um, it was like people always say, well, kids change your life. And I've always been a focused guy. But it was just like once I had my son, my focus became so defined. You know, it's like you buy a camera, a good camera, but it comes with like the basic kit lens, but then you can like kind of like upgrade it and get a better lens. That's like, you can, you know, you can definitely tell the difference of, it. I think that some of the things that I wanted to do, it was almost a sense of urgency having to provide for someone now and had to guide this guy into this crazy world. But I, I really, it just was like, everything became crystal clear. Like my purpose of life became clear. And I know it's not to, you know, Throw shade on anyone that, you know, people that don't have kids. But I think that that's what we were really put here for is to reproduce and to have kids and to keep keep our population up. So, and I was happy and blessed that I, I became a part of the old head gang that could do that. Yeah, very cool, Donnell. Yeah, one of the things I talk about a lot on, on my show is the fatherless crisis that we have out there. We got way too many kids that are growing up without a father in their home or a father figure in their life. And it's having a devastating result on our society. So um, I, I, I always love to, to the point to you're absolutely right about that because uh, um, I, I was on, on my Instagram live the other day and this young guy came in and he was kind of saying bad things about the mother of his child. I was like, there's two sides to every story. He was like, this girl was having sex with her sisters. Um, her sister's boyfriend that she was like, just like a, a fast girl. Right. And he was trying to get custody. I was like, well, it's probably something she, the, the daughter is saying. And he was like, the mom was even worse. Cut to, they were um, on the Maury Povich show. Right. And I told him, I said, man, whatever you do, man, you got to do something to save your daughter. You know what I mean? Because you got to br break that cycle. You know, and a lot of times we have like kids that they, choose a certain lifestyle and they take a different direction. And it's because the absence of a father, you know, the absence of someone, a man you can look up to that, 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 that you respect 
They guide you. They protect you. And then when you move that out of the equation, man, it's, it's so awful for kids, man. I'm one. I'm always posting stuff on Instagram with me and my son. And people are like, why do you do that so much? I don't know, because this is the thing that makes me the happiest in life. You know, and from my background, a lot of people that I grew up with and people that come, you know, under me, you know, they don't have a, they don't see those images. So they're not used to it. The normal, and especially where I came up, the normal was, and it's sad thing to say, kids, so many kids say, I don't got no father. You know what I'm saying? I don't got no father. And then they start building, get conditioned to that where I don't got a father. I don't need a father. And everybody needs a father, where it's biological, whether it's someone that steps in as a stepdad, whether it's like an uncle, but we need, we need that fatherly guidance from a man. That's my thought. Yeah, yeah. Very well said, Donnell. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. And it's, it's awesome to see guys like you that do have an influence and have a following showcasing the fact that you enjoy being a father and that it's the main point of your life. I spoke with Michael Irvin down at the Super Bowl last year. And he got real passionate about it. And he explained there, too, you know, he doesn't condone divorce. He said, if you have to get a divorce or a separation, go ahead and do it. But never, ever divorce the kid, you know, and, and you that's can't what do we that. need to see more of. And we need to see more of that. Then, it, I mean, women got to get aligned, too, because there's a lot of women that because relationships didn't work out, they make it so hard and they really put a wedge between that relationship. You know, I know some of my friends that want a better relationship with their kids, but, you know, the mother just won't allow it. So, like, it's a, it's a real tough, it's a tough situation, but it's so important, man. I, it's so important to stay in your kids' lives. And I know some guys that want to give up on it. And I'm like, man, you, you, your last breath, man, everything that you do should be about building a relationship with your kid. And more importantly, man, you got to make those memories. And like you could, you could take things for granted and not take it serious. But that time when you were on your deathbed, and I've seen it, I've seen people like close to death and realize they lost so much time. They didn't give the relationship uh, uh, everything that needed. And, you know, me, me and everything I represent, I want to make sure people don't go down that path. Like it's so goddamn easy to be a dope dad. And the thing about it, bro, is that kids don't require a lot. I've heard people say, well, I don't have the money to do this. I can't do this. I can't do that. Right. That has nothing to do. I know some rich people that have all the money in the world. that don't put the time in with their kids. And I also know some broke dads that'll drive, take three buses and transfer to take their kid to a football game. Me personally, I'm not going to do that. If my son doesn't start, I'm not going. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> going. To I'm like, you, you'll be better playing a video game, bro. You're not athletic. You know, but it's just, it's the small thing, especially like I've noticed with me and my son, this little kid wants to do everything that I do. You know, if I put deodorant, dad, I want deodorant. If I shave my head, dad, I want a haircut. And that just, man, just knowing that you got a little you, somebody that you, you know, you you help, you help carve their personality. Everything about them is a reflection of you. It's a great thing. Man, I'll tell you, I might need to get you over here to get my teenagers to start using their deodorant, man. Cause I don't know. They, I keep telling them it smells like a, a gym locker room in your room here, guys. You got to hit the deodorant on there. Uh, you know, you know, yeah, but they're teenagers. Teen teenagers don't. I mean, my son, he's so gullible for anything I do now. He's not at that age. Like, I'm still cool to him. 
I know you got teenagers and you're like, where's this relationship going? I thought I was a superhero. I was like, nah, dad, you're a little outdated right now. So I'm in a different place with a five-year-old. They like looking up to me like this guy is Superman. So I know it's going to be different when my kid becomes a teenager. Yeah, it's, it's awesome for me. I got the best of all worlds. Mine are 14, 13, and then 10 and 6. So it's like I got I got some that are still clinging on to me, and then the other ones we got the different relationships. But it's awesome. Each age brings with it new new challenges, new things I learn about myself, and the process continues. So it's awesome. And then I can take what I learned from Thanks. the older ones, apply it to the younger ones, and around and around we go, you know. So uh, what, what would you say, Donnell? Then you train up. You, then you train the old ones to take over your job when you want to retire. You're like, you do that now. Yeah, well, that's one of the best things is having the having the older ones. Now, my wife and I, we can go out to eat. They can watch the younger ones, so we get a little bit more yeah. freedom in the fact that we built some trust with those guys. So that's pretty cool too. What What would you that's say awesome. in the top? What would you say in the top values that you're hoping to instill in your son growing up? Uh, integrity, respect, loyalty. Um, integrity, respect, loyalty probably be the top three. I think that kind of covers everything. You know, like I, I know it's now kids like. When I was growing up, man, the number one thing that my parents taught me and everybody around us was respect your elders, you know, and that for some way, I, I don't understand. Nowadays, you'll see like kids cursing at adults, talking trash, have no respect. That's definitely something I would definitely want to instill in my son, respect your elders. It's not like only in America, not only in America, but through my travels in the Air Force, I was stationed in Kunsan, Korea, right? And the level of respect they give people just for getting older. You know what I mean? In America, you get older, people want to call you old head, you know, old guy, you got old thoughts. But I know in Asia, man, it's like the older you got, the, res the more respect people gave you. And that's not, that's not here, but it's definitely something I want to instill in my son as I raise him. Yeah, very well said. Yeah, I know. Unfortunately, I've seen this knockout game that they had going on where they were just knocking out old people too. So, uh, another thing, That's I don't disgusting. think you see that. I don't think you see that in too many other places either. So, uh, what, 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 would, what about discipline here, Donnell? What type of disciplinarian are you as a dad? I know he's only five yet. He was All right, dads, my pillow has got so much more to offer than just the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own. But don't just take my word for it. Here's my wife to tell you her favorite product from my pillow, honey. What is it? Well, I love all the my pillow products from the robe to the towels, but my absolute favorite hands down product is the my pillow mattress topper on our king size bed i have the best sleep since owning that topper it's like sleeping at a spa resort and i can't wait to sleep on it tonight and i look forward to seeing you there tonight and let me tell you something right now guys happy wife happy life and this mattress topper has been a game changer for me that's a guarantee and speaking of guarantees all my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. So what are you waiting for? First Class Fatherhood listeners can now save up to 66% off. That's right, up to 66% off your order using my promo code FATHERHOOD. Visit MyPillow.com and use the promo code FATHERHOOD to save up to 66% off or use the 800 number. That's 1-800-875-0219, 1-800-875-0219, and your savings will be applied instantly. Visit MyPillow.com, use the promo code FATHERHOOD, and save up to 66% off your order at MyPillow. All right, dads, where are you buying the meat that nourishes you and your family? I used to get mine at the supermarket, but now, thanks to Belcampo, it comes straight to my door, and it's far better and healthier than what I was used to. And thanks to my new partnership with Belcampo, First Class Fatherhood listeners can now benefit as well. 
Grass-fed and pasture-raised meats like Belcampo have five amazing benefits for your health compared to conventional meats. Healthy fats, omega-3s, antioxidants, minerals, and yes, more omegas. Belcampo animals grow more slowly as nature intended. This is a difference you can both see and taste. And I'm telling you right now, guys, once you try it, you'll make the switch just like I did. Hey, it's your family, dads. Give them the nutritious meats that they deserve. And if you order right now, you can save 20% off your first order. Go to belcampo.com forward slash fatherhood. That's B-E-L-C-A-M-P-O dot com forward slash fatherhood. And use the promo code fatherhood to save 20% off your first order. All right, guys, and the way Belcampo raises its animals isn't only better for your health, it has a positive impact on the environment as well. Go visit belcampo.com forward slash fatherhood, use that promo code fatherhood, and save 20% off your first order. A gift for first-time customers from First Class Fatherhood. Clint here, Donnell. What type of disciplinarian are you as a dad? I know he's only five yet. I'm not going to be listening. No, I'm a timeout guy, but I, I know this is so funny. Me being an older dad, I, I always tell people my son gets a guy with a young energy, but like age to be a granddad. I could be a granddad, you know, but that's the toughest thing, especially the feel that I'm being a comedian. I don't know. I let his mom handle the discipline. I just want to be the guy to come in with lollipops. You know what I mean? I want to go on the go-kart, go-kart uh, racetrack. I want to do all that stuff, but it's going to be so hard for me to discipline him, especially me being a comedian. How am I going to tell my son, that's not funny or you can't do that? The only thing I will, I'll probably teach him there's a time and a place for everything. But I know is that um, I don't even want, I, I know I'll have to, but I'm not ready for that responsibility because I'm such a crazy, like, don't give a crap dude anyway, that it's going to be tough for me to discipline him. Yeah, and you mentioned there, too, obviously, what you do with the comedy. I know that the, the pandemic has shifted the way everybody does everything, and, and the comedy world has been hit hard as well. And I know you got, I think it's a, a drive-through or a drive-by um, uh, comedy coming up. Uh, how, how has it really changed what you do? How have you adapted during the pandemic? And what do you have coming up with the comedy? Well, for me, everybody says, well, when, we first, when the pandemic first hit, everybody's like, oh, you got to be going crazy, not getting stage time. But for me, my son was four at the time. And um, it was like, I was like, if I wasn't replacing stage time with dad time, I would go crazy. But it was the first time since he was born where I had like three months of seeing him without having to go on tour or anything. So in that regard, you know, I it's unfortunate the pandemic happened, but it got me and my son a closer connection. Um, of course, I wasn't able to do live stand-up probably for like seven months. It's kind of coming back somewhat now with people introducing like the drive-in movie situation. Um, I've been, uh, I, I, I did an uh, entire summer with Dave Chappelle in a socially distanced uh, comedy uh, event in a cornfield. We were doing like four shows a week. Nobody in the country was doing that. And now things are like somewhat opening up. I'm getting a little bit more stage time. But I've really been starting to focus more on getting like gigs and things that are away from stand-up. I've always had an entrepreneur spirit, but I didn't really engage in any stuff like that, any, anything like that, because I was on a road. Like I was a working comic that did like 40, 40, 40 to 45 cities a year. And I never was like, I don't need to do anything other than doing stand-up. But when the stand-up came and pretty much put all stand-up comics in the unemployment line, I had to figure some other things. I'd give myself some other opportunities. So I really started really putting a lot of time into my podcast, putting a lot of time into uh, 
my merchandise, Donnell Rollins collection, and really trying to figure out how I could use the Donnell Rollins brand to get some different streams of income coming in. So the pandemic, I'm, as, as tough as it was for a lot of people, it really kind of shifted my way of thinking, which is really going to pay off for me like next year and a year after. I've just switched my whole mindset of just waiting for just waiting for those stand-up gigs. Now I'm getting more into producing stuff and just making things happen for myself. Yeah, and, I, and listen, I've, I've spoken with so many dads throughout the course of this pandemic, and that's been the number one silver lining through this is that so many of them got a chance to reconnect with their kids, with their families, because they, they really got a chance to settle in and focus on what's really important, and they realized what they were missing out on, so many of them. And, and it's been a, been a blessing to a lot of families out there that have had a chance to reconnect during this time. And, um, and, and then switching that over to, uh, I know he's five now, so what's your bedtime routine look like? Are you a storyteller, a book reader? Are you a lullaby guy? How do you put him down to sleep? A, what, the way I put him down, I was a lullaby guy. Then he started thinking my voice was horrible. Now he thinks he's can, he can sing. But, you know, sometimes we sing songs. Sometimes one of the things he likes to do, he likes to make his own, he writes his own songs. So, you know, but, but I'm, I'm on the road so much that, my rules get broken as soon as I leave. You know what I mean? It's like where he go to bed at 7.30, 8 o'clock. Now he's pushing 9 and 9.30. Okay. You know, I'm like, I'm military. I want to I go to bed early, wake up early. But my routine is just like, you know, I'll, I'll read a book to him. We just crack jokes until we get to a point where it's night-night, turn the lights off. Yeah, and, and, and thank you for your service before I forget to say that uh, as well. And well, one, of, one of the cool things, uh, uh, Donnell, is that we, we have the opportunity to share with our kids. What I love is that because of the technology, we can share all these old school uh, cartoons and shows that we grew up watching. Like I can watch the G.I. Joe, Thundercats, all this stuff. What kind of shows, when you get them to watch TV, do you have any throwbacks on? What's kind of his favorite TV shows or movies to watch? Well, his stuff, he likes, he likes nature. It's like, it's one called Craft Minds and two guys that starts off as like regular regular people and then they morph into like cartoons um to a cartoon and it's all about i think it's minecraft i really, i can't remember the name of it but he's really into like like uh videos and stuff where he gets to build his imagination is crazy man some of the things he comes up with i'm like who taught him that because i i had no idea that that he even knew that but and he was a big fan of um uh, uh ryan's world the little kid the little uh, asian kid yeah. That makes 27. Everybody's like, you shouldn't have your kid watching YouTube and those YouTube videos. I'm like, that little kid makes $27 million a year on YouTube alone. If my son needs to come up with some tutorial video or how to make a peanut butter and jelly, if he blow up, he blows up. He can send himself to school. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm telling you what, if they had like a, a social media or influencer high school, I'd rather send the kids there than to a regular high school because people are just But that's what it's going to be. That's what it's going to be. They're learning, That's what it should um, be. How to pro They're learning how to program. They're doing everything. It's so interesting. He's talking about the cartoons. So I've done a pretty a nice amount of stuff uh, in my career. And my son kind of gets what I do. He understands it. I'm a comedian or whatever. But it wasn't until I had a, uh, I, I got a role on a Pixar Disney's uh, movie Soul, where I played Des the Barber. My son thinks I'm Superman now. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Now I understand. Like, you see these guys like Eddie Murphy and Kevin Hart. They start getting into the animation stuff. Because, you know, your kid understands one thing. But when you start aligning yourself up with Pixar and Disney, like right now, my son got so much street creds in virtual school right now. His dad was in one of the 
Pixar's biggest movies ever. Like, I'm winning right now. Yeah, and I'll tell you what. My kids think it's cool that I'm just talking to one of the guys that was in the movie, Soul. So I'm winning. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you, man. Well. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, if we can't do anything as dads to help each other, if you can, like, make your dad cool, someone's dad cool, then you got to do it. I, years ago, I had a quick cameo in Spider-Man 2, right? The opening scene, um, uh, uh, he's, he's going he's gonna to be late delivering the pizzas. If he's late for delivering the pizza, he's going to lose his job. So Toby goes, he, he's on this bike. He jumps off the bike because he's going to be like, he comes back as Spider-Man with a pizza box, right? And Sam Raimi was like, what would you say in this scenario? I was like, whoa, he stole that guy's pizza. So one of my friend's daughter saw the movie Spider-Man and I was in it. And she was like, dad, you think um, Daniel uh, can introduce me to Spider-Man? You know, kids don't want to think anybody can, dad, kids don't. Dads don't want any, their kids to think anybody can do anything better than them. So he tried to one me up. He said, you know, I know Spider-Man myself. That's what he told his daughter. His daughter said, yeah, I know, Dad, but Donnell worked with Spider-Man, right? <laughs> and with all my friends, like, I was the coolest, cool. And I didn't even have kids, and I was the coolest person ever. The fact that I was in Spider-Man, too, the kids loved it. Yeah, awesome, and I, and you've had a successful career here so far. Obviously, Donnell, what, what kind of what 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 projects are you working on now? Has you got any movies uh, in the can that you've done already? What, what kind of projects you got coming up here? We can look forward to. Well, I mean, they always say it's kind of jinxy to talk about things. I I just say I'm working I'm working closely with Dave Chappelle on some projects. We got something that should be dropping um, this this uh, this summer. Um, I've been really working on my stand-up, so when it's when I'm able to uh, record another special, I'll be ready. Doing a lot of uh, really focusing on my podcast, and then like blowing up my my store, the Donnell Rollins collection at DonnellRollins.com. I'm gonna tell you, during this pandemic, one thing I've never done, and everybody talks about it, when you're in a position where you can make money while you're sleeping, that's when you go to the next level. You know what I mean? So for me to have the opportunity to yeah, and like I got a feel of that, man. It feels good, man. I, I I got the Shopify app with the notification. I feel like the only fans. I feel like the only fans, dude. Every time we get a ding, I feel like I want to do a dance. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to tell my kids that profits are better than wages. You know, wages will make you a living. Profits will make you a fortune. So uh, it's definitely with and this I'm, technology, it's open for everybody right now. Yeah, man, and we're finding out. Yo, don't do that. <laughs> and we're finding out. And we're finding out that Hollywood can be created almost anywhere. Yeah, you know what 100%. I mean? Yeah. If, if you got the juice and you got the following, you can create Hollywood anywhere. Yeah, and, and I'm not going to keep you here, Don. Last thing I'm going to hit you with, I'd love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Oh, the new dad, the number one thing you got to do is learn how to swaddle. If you want to get some sleep, <laughs> You got to learn how to swallow those kids. Nothing else is important, more important than wrapping your kid up like a burrito so the kid can get some sleep and you can, you can get some sleep. That's the number one thing I tell everybody. Get your swallow game up. And then I'm telling you, like, you join that, man. It's, it's something that fatherhood for me is like, it's just, I look, I look forward to putting a smile on this kid's face. I look forward to giving him the best opportunity to win. And knowing that I'm responsible for his future, it's it's a it's a job uh, that a lot of people, a lot of cases, they don't ask for it. It just happens out of just a night of some people situation, a night of having fun. But it's it's the dopest it's the dopest feeling ever, man. Being a dad, I think everybody should try it.
Yeah, very well said. I love the message. It's been an honor for me. I got to see Donnell Wilings, your first class father all the way. Thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Thank you, bro. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Danelle Rawlings for giving me a few minutes of his time here on First Class Fatherhood. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. I have got a lot more action coming your way here tomorrow on the podcast. Hollywood screenwriter Tobias Iconis will be here. Wednesday, we got Fox and Friends co-host Will Kane. And Friday, I got a very special father-son episode. The second time I'm hitting you guys with an up-and-coming prize fighter. Don't miss out on that episode. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace for all the other upcoming guest announcements. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Thank you.